Unheard of. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Unheard Of. Uh, I'm your boy, Arthur. I got my co-host with me, Jared. And uh, Jared, how you been, man? How's your week going so far? Hey, it's going. It's going. You know, we're recording this, and uh, I've been home with the boys. Uh, Tips down south helping her sister, who recently had twins. So, uh, yeah, it's just me and the boys this weekend, and we're... Just having fun at the house, man. Yeah, is it is it easy entertaining two small boys? Uh, well, I think I only have to entertain one, really. The oldest, uh, Jaden, he just kind of finds stuff to do most of the time. So it's really just uh, entertaining the one that's almost two. Yeah, is it, it, so it's hard. No, it's not hard. I got you. I got you. Anything else going on? Well, we got some important updates. We we finally got an update from the TSA this week, ladies and gentlemen. That's oh. right. During our little break, I did get a call from the TSA and an email from the Denver airport who was handling my claim going to DC from Denver. Well, then, just today, I'm getting a I got a phone call from the TSA again and I explained but this guy was from DC so basically they wanted to see what happened from my laptop on the way home from this trip so I was like okay fine I'll tell you too whatever no big deal he sends me an email say hey this is everything we discussed this is what I wrote down what you said you good with this I was like yeah that's fine and I explained how they basically broke it twice and so what they did was they split up the claim so they can pay me two times, one for the trip uh, going to D.C. and one for the trip coming back from D.C. Now, it's probably still going to take some time, but I've been in contact with them at this point. They've reached out. I've finally uh, like gave them my side of the story, and now it's been input into their system. Hopefully, the next process doesn't take another two to four months. Yeah. Um, so what did they what did they say? Like they is it they did they give you a time update? Did they say anything other than just taking down your story? No, nah, there's no time update. They'll uh I'm I'm still just waiting on them. Like uh honestly, uh some money's about to come in anyway, so I'm about to upgrade to a MacBook. But when the money comes in, it'll be pretty nice. I feel you. That's good, man. Um, so, that, I mean, that's pretty good of the TSA to help you out and, and split up the claim in two parts so you get paid twice. Yeah, that's the hope. That's the hope. Because I put down my current laptop is worth about 600 So to be paid 600 twice would be pretty nice. Yeah, I would say, was would they pay you full amount, like both times? I don't know. I mean, that's the plan. The TSA is going to probably settle on some type of cost that's a bit lower. But at that point, I won't even care too much. I'll just be like, hey, whatever, it's some money. Okay. 
That's good, man. Hey, listen, you're sticking by you're sticking by your word uh, so far. You're you're uh, letting the TSA have it. It's true. It's true. I I told you, and I told everybody on this show that when I'm committed, I'm committed. I'm not giving up. So it might take another six months, but I'm gonna get my money. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. And what about you, man? Uh, you've had a busy week yourself. Yeah, man. You know, I've just been been working a lot, and then um, of course, uh, a friend, a uh, friend to the show. He's been on multiple times. Uh, he had a big milestone happen. He uh, drew Maddox got married, so we did his whole wedding thing. I was in the wedding, and uh, so was Colton. And uh, also shout out to Colton because Colton also had a big milestone. He actually left and went out to the army. So that's true. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Everybody's. Everybody's making big moves, big moves. But um, yeah, Drew's wedding. What's up? I said I'll probably have some pretty exciting news to share real soon too in the next week or two. Okay, okay, we'll be waiting for it. But um, yeah, Drew's wedding was it was a lot of fun, you know. Like I always enjoy weddings. I mean, most of my friends are married now, and so I've been in a <laughs> few of them. And uh, so yeah, it's just it's a it's it's always a good time. You know, it's always emotional. People are people are crying. You know, people are dancing. The wedding receptions are great, and that uh, the venue that he picked was was really nice. Yeah, I saw the pictures. I told him that hey, you know, if Colton didn't want us to come and have me spend seven hundred dollars to get the family down there the weekend before, hey, we probably could have made it to that nine eleven wedding. But you know, I blame it on Colton. You know, I I keep forgetting that his his wedding anniversary is now nine eleven every every year. Never every forget. Year. Can't forget it now. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what, um, that's what he says about it. Yeah, it was great. The food was great. Oh man, um, the night of the wedding rehearsal, there they had they had some they had some really nice food there. Uh, some caterers, I think they might be from cedar town i'm not sure hmm. but food was great food was immaculate the wedding food it was all good at the day of the wedding um i'm gonna have to send you a picture of drew's uh groom's cake because it it was awesome it was a office uh like the tv show theme yeah. theme cake and it was dwight shoots like uh collared shirt so like it had a bunch of like pins and stuff on it i, I took a i took a picture of it we'll have to we'll have to send it to you so you can put it somewhere in the in the episode but um yeah it was really good man i'm i'm really happy i'm really happy for drew and you know to many more weddings i guess i don't know <laughs> i might renew my vows like, like uh for the first time by the time you ever get married Probably what's what's uh what's the time for renewing vows? Is that, is that like ten years? I don't know. I guess it just depends. But like Tiff and I, we got married so young, you know, and yeah. uh, I feel like everybody that has weddings now, their ceremonies look so nice, and um, I don't know. I just think about it from like a a young perspective, and I'm like, you know what? We could have had a way better wedding. You know, I see all these like nice venues and everything else. So, um, yeah, but my thinking is, I don't know. I don't want a 
super nice wedding or anything like that. Like, I just want something simple. Have somebody yeah. there, you know, have us read our vows and stuff and everything. And then, uh, you know, it's over because, I mean, it's only going to be for one day. So, like, in my opinion, like, who do you spend all that money on? Yourself? Or for people to be like, damn, their wedding was nice. Well, I don't really care what people think. <laughs> my idea was um, I had told Tiff by the time we made it to 10 years, I was going to take her to Bora Bora because that's like one of her dream destinations, talking about where she always wants to go. Yeah. So I figured once we get to 10 years, probably just do like a vow renewal ceremony and then head off on like an actual nice big honeymoon type of trip. Um, yeah this is like fun so we're getting pretty close we just passed seven this year so yeah it's getting there and i don't even have any money saved up for bora bora so i gotta start <laughs> yeah that, i mean that sounds like it might be a little bit of a pricey trip so it, surprisingly um i've looked it up they have travel deals we obviously need passports that's easy but yeah. um surprisingly a trip for two on those like little water bungalows you can get like a whole deal on expedia for like six grand which i don't think is bad at all including flights and everything yeah that's not bad so i guess i don't know i've never been on an expensive trip before so i don't have anything to gauge it against well once you start having kids every trip's expensive so <laughs> yeah just i mean once you have kids just living is expensive so yeah yeah that's why you do things like <laughs> That's why you do things like move to Colorado um, out of Georgia to get like more money and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to move somewhere else other than Georgia. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't know, man. I don't want to spend all of my years in just in Georgia. I've been to, I've been in some different States now and I, I know I, yeah, I just want to be somewhere else. Yeah. It's uh, and we like Georgia. I think. um, Yeah. I mean, it's always going to be home. Yeah. I think one day we might end back. It's just uh, probably not in rural Cedar Town, you know, where there's not really much going on. Probably closer to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, but the traffic, though, man. God. Yeah, I'd get used to Once it. Once you get to Atlanta, the worse it gets. Yeah. I don't know, man. I drive on the <laughs> interstate probably three to four times a week. So I drive yeah, on the it, interstate every day, man. I mean, yeah, but. It's a, it's a, I don't, it's just congested. It's always just congested. Just come out this way. It's open on uh, my way to work. The interstate literally has nobody on my way to and from work going near yeah, Wyoming. Nobody, who, who lives in Colorado or Wyoming? A lot of people live in Colorado. Not as many people live in Wyoming. Yeah, but the people who live in Colorado are just trying to take it easy, bro. They're on the easy streets because they're smoking weed all the time. Yeah, I think I'm an advantage, like at an advantage because, um, I work up north. I already live near the border of Colorado and Wyoming. Yeah. Um, and most people are heading like towards Denver for work every day, and that's where it gets congested. But I'm going the other way to Cheyenne, so it's it's pretty easy. I mean, it's an hour drive, but there's nothing going on. Yeah, I I, I do about an hour drive at, at work um, to get there every day, unless I'm driving somewhere further. But yeah. It's like you you don't even think about it. It's automatic. It's true. So much, you know. Yeah, yeah. And for me, the mountains kind of help. I like seeing the mountains every day. So that's a it's a nice view. Um, does it not get Does it not get boring looking at just mountains every day? 
No, man, because uh, when it gets cold, it starts to have like snow over the mountains. And then in the mm. summer, the state's on fire. So you get like orange skies and uh, you see smoke coming from the backside of the mountains. Uh, the many, the many colors of, of Colorado. Yeah, exactly. So it never gets dull. <laughs> we, um, all of our listeners, we, we saw Shang-Chi together in theaters uh, while I was down in Georgia. And I got to say, as far as uh, Marvel movies go and origin stories, I'd recommend it. That's a, it was actually a pretty good film. Yeah, it was great. I mean, bit of a bit of a big old leap from Colorado to Shang-Chi, but, but um, yeah, we like to keep y'all on y'all's toes, but. Well, speaking of high, yeah, it was, let me tell you about this new Marvel movie. Um, yeah, it was really, it was really good. It was really good. I, I definitely enjoyed it. All the, all the fighting and everything. I'm glad you brought that up. I, I totally, it, it skipped my brain, uh, to talk about this week, but, um, yeah, the fighting and everything. I thought it was a, I thought it was a really good origin story. And I mean, they're already calling him, uh, the, the, the newest Avenger. So, I mean, I, I guess they got big plans for Shang-Chi and I'm, I'm all the way here for it, man. Uh, yeah, it was just like that that movie was just visually good i put i put those visuals really next to like um dr strange and everything it, just like the choreographed fighting and everything it just everything felt natural but also i mean they were kind of i mean they were definitely uh uh unnatural elements to their fighting of course but uh yeah it just everything felt real yeah i um I did really enjoy the story. Yeah, it wasn't we actually weren't planning to talk about this at all. I just remembered, hey, hey, we saw Shang-Chi while I was down there and we didn't even That's, uh, so, that's why I came out so so randomly. <laughs> he was just like, "Ah, oh, Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, we watched it. We watched it." Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was a pretty good film. Uh, it was, it was like a nice little entry into Marvel. I liked it way better than I did Black Widow. Uh, cuz Black Widow going to watch that. Yeah, you're not gonna be impressed gonna, with it. It's not that good. I wonder if it's coming to um the Disney Plus anytime soon or something. I don't know. I don't God. I might rent it one night. It's supposed to soon, but I don't know. Scarlett Johansson is uh suing Disney, so I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, listen, they're acting like they didn't know that they that 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 movie wasn't gonna make money. A and B, if they, if the most money is gonna see is probably gonna be from from people watching it at home and like renting it and stuff. Yeah, man, I don't know. Shang-Chi is making money by being in theaters. Yeah, also, I mean, it's Shang-Chi. Like, it's something, it's something new, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I still think if it was just in theaters, it probably would have, uh, it probably would have made money. Um, so. Also, um, since, we're, since we're jumping down the, the, the superhero movie rabbit hole, um, when is... When is uh, the new Venom movie coming out? Is that's the fifteenth, right? Yeah, it's like October twelfth or something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited for that to see um, Woody Harrelson just go full off the off the rails, crazy. I'm, I'm glad that one's rated R because uh, Carnage, man, that's the type of villain that definitely needs that R rating because uh, the, yeah. yeah, that movie's gonna be pretty exciting. Um. I had I had something I had a question, it has just fallen out of my memory. But uh, Shang Chi was great. 
it was it's definitely a different fighting style for sure and that's not like stereotypical because i really enjoyed the the fighting it was marvel needed something different man and uh oh that's probably got some of the best fighting scenes of any of their movies oh yeah for sure um the eternals is that, is that coming out this year uh yeah i think it's coming out in november wow bro Marvel really is hitting people upside the head with some movies this year, man. Black Widow, Shang-Chi, um, Spider-Man, Eternals. Like, well, Spider-Man and Venom are both really Sony's that they're coming out with. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's still Marvel Studios. Like, yeah. Well, Spider-Man is not Venom, but uh, well, yeah, yeah, not not Venom. I was, I'm, I'm just talking about Marvel-wise. Yeah, I don't know. Um. Uh, I just feel like they couldn't hold off much for longer, you know, with these movies and COVID at this point. Yeah. Uh, I think Shang-Chi showed some real promise at the box office numbers. So I think they're hoping everybody's finally going to go back to the theaters because they're like, hey, we can't, we can't not make money anymore. So y'all come see these movies. I mean, yeah, by the time Spider-Man comes out, um, I feel like it's going to be full swing. I, I expect, um, even like down here, some some packed out theaters for uh, for opening weekend. That trailer has got people probably thinking, "Hey, you know, I might I might want to catch COVID to go see this film. You know, I might need to catch COVID to go see this in a packed out house." <laughs> I definitely wouldn't want to catch COVID, but <laughs> I would also definitely want uh, to to see the movie. So I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I guess weighing weighing my options, I. Maybe and you know, <laughs> Marvel doesn't make many disappointments, but let me tell you guys about a certain disappointment in Atlanta by the name of the Falcons. How freaking amazing is it that they lost in such fashion to the Philadelphia Eagles like that? And you know, when this comes out, who's to say we won't be 0-2? I'm just saying that the way we lost to Philly, that was pretty embarrassing. I mean, yeah, but um, you know, Philadelphia's Philadelphia's uh, defensive line. I mean, they was giving it all they had. I mean, they got some they got some killers on there, and I mean, our O line didn't really do much to help us. What well, we had like 90, 90 something yards and penalties. So we yeah. just we they they didn't look like a NFL team out there. And you know what? Absolutely destroyed. People are going to say that this doesn't matter, but the Falcons are like one of the only teams where we sat all of our starters the entire preseason. I'm like, yeah. And you know what happened on week one? We looked like we wasn't prepared. Maybe it's because our starters didn't play a single snap in the preseason. Like Patty Mahomes is playing in the preseason, man. What? Why does Matt Ryan and the rookie Kyle Pitts need to sit out? exactly it they just they just look like like you said i mean unprepared and uh i mean arthur smith said it himself and he's just like i didn't do a good job of preparing the team like yeah no duh like they have like they haven't played a single snap uh against anybody together yet like what do you mean dude i love that atlanta media is not letting matt ryan live down the super bowl loss because this week we're facing uh tampa bay and honestly, yeah. we have a history with Tom Brady at this point. 
And uh, the reporters re- really asked him about the Super Bowl loss this week in a press conference, said, hey, is that Super Bowl loss still kind of like linger in your mind when you go up against Tom Brady? <laughs> what am I saying? He's like, yeah, you know, it's in the past. I, It happened, but we just – you got to move forward with every day. So – I mean, yeah. I mean, That's, Jesus. I mean, that is kind of a messed up question, but I love it. I mean, it's it's true. It's true. I mean, hell, I mean, I and I and I wouldn't just blame that Super Bowl loss all on all Matt Ryan. I mean, everybody knows that. No, it but, falls in um, the hands of uh, Shanahan and Matt Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Ryan but, was the MVP. Um, you got to be able to call an audible instead of uh passing on third down when you know you can get a field goal and win it. Instead of getting strip sacked. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, they just on Sunday, uh, because of, uh, you know, speaking of terrible Falcons performances, they just, this is a, this is one for the books. This is one for the books. They, this is the worst I think they did in a season opener at home. And yeah. A lot of, I, I forget how many years it was, but it was, it's a lot. I'm pretty sure we had the lowest score of any NFL team in week one. And uh, no, actually. Green Bay only got three points. So uh, so second. Second lowest score. Which yep. I hope week one is just an anomaly, man. Because I really thought we were gonna be better than the Panthers at least this year. But uh yeah, I I definitely, you know, listen, I, I'm still I I no, I'm not standing. I'm not standing by by my um, eleven and six anymore. I told you. I told you. The man. way the way we look, it's not. It's looking like it might be more like six and eleven. Now people are going to talk about, and they've done it. You know, we've got friends of the show that get on Facebook and they talk about this loss isn't all Matt Ryan. I'm like, well, what can he do in the red zone instead of like getting sacked? You know, if we would have had Justin Fields up in there, he at least could have ran around a little. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Like, Jesus, and, um, you take 150 my, plus million dollars, man. Like, we ain't going to have no money for an O-line. Um, a lot and um, a, a, something that else that um, a lot of people are talking about was that it might have been our second trip to the, uh, to the red zone. Or may, maybe it was our first one. Uh, they didn't even – they weren't even using Kyle Pitts like yeah. in the red zone. Um, weren't we on the two yard line? Yeah, I mean, it's weird because Tennessee they also got beat pretty bad by Arizona, and Arthur Smith was their OC last year, and uh, that's when they looked pretty good. The Falcons bring Arthur Smith over, and we've got all these supposed weapons, and we. Can't even score in the red zone, apparently. Like, we can't get a single touchdown. And, uh, yeah, maybe maybe Atlanta's just cursed, man. I mean, at least the Falcons. At this point, I don't, I don't know. It's it's a I – don't, I don't see how we can, you know, get new personnel and everything, all this new personnel, and then it's just we keep getting more of the same, more of the same, more of the same. It looks like – I mean, hell, we might as well have Dan Quinn back out there. That's true. And – you know, people call me a Matt Ryan hater, but if we would have had a mobile quarterback, we wouldn't have lost that bad. No, I mean, look at what Philadelphia did. 
I mean, Jalen Hurts, the first, what was it, like the first half of the game? Yeah. He was, he was pretty much their whole offense, just running around, doing whatever he wanted to do. I mean, but, what, we got like one sack on him, like the whole game. It, it, it was just. And, and are people watching other games? Like Russell Wilson hasn't had an O-line in years. He is just out there running all over the place, man, like making plays. Kyler Murray this past week. Dude, there was a play when he uh, ran around for like 15 seconds. Like his O-line just collapsed. And he just runs all over the place before he makes a play. And we, we're just so limited. And it's, it's really weird that Atlanta's like this. And I'm not saying Matt Ryan doesn't deserve to be in the league, okay? But yeah. maybe, maybe Atlanta just needs a new face, right? Because maybe Matt Ryan needs to get some space too at this point. Only because, like – we we need we need a mobile guy, man. Like the the rest of the league is showing it, and when you look at every single other organization, they only change their head coach and GM so many times before they start to look at their quarterback and replace him. We're like yeah. the we're like the only organization that can have like four head coaches, four GMs. We're like, you know what? Our quarterback still isn't the problem. Oh yeah, no, he's solid. He's a solid quarterback. Uh... That was a that was a joke, but um, well, I mean, he is a solid quarterback, but like you said, times are the times are changing, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you were talking about it last year. You've been talking about it, and I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I still have some faith in Matt Ryan, but after you know, after what, what you what we saw on Sunday, it's not that my faith is gone. So I mean, he can he can still stand there and throw it, but we just don't have the O line yeah. to protect him, so he can't look like a like an elite quarterback. You know what I'm saying? He's, yeah. He's too busy. Instead of the the reason why he's a mobile quarterback is because he's too busy running away from from uh, defenders. Because I mean, he has no options. I mean, hey, and it got told to us. I won't say any names. If he wants to come on the show, he can come on the show. But, you know, in that chat of ours, he was like, oh, well, you know, like Tom Brady's got a good O-line, and look how well he looks when he's in the pocket and has an O-line. I'm like, yeah, but Tom Brady also takes less money so they can sign players on the O-line and everything. Like, yeah. Like Matt Ryan is literally – he's killing himself and he's killing us with the cap, you know. If he wants what, to actually uh... win – He's gonna to need to take a little bit of less money. What was that? What's that Olaman's name? Uh that we drafted, the the one that got like three false starts. And I don't know. Um, I, I totally forgot his name. But um he's a rookie and they were starting him, so um it's it's like on the tip of my tongue. But I guess I'll think about it later. But yeah, he he did not look good. He did not look like he should be starting in an NFL game. But um, and they said it on 92.9. They were like, how, how can how can coaches, you know, this person, these personnel look at this guy perform and practice and say, yeah, that's our guy. That's our guy. That's what, that's what we're going with. Because they because we ain't got no money to get a better dude up in there. So <laughs> that's why we draft these rookies late. And we got to put them in there because there ain't no money the to thing, sign decent free agents. And the thing is, you, you, I mean, we're not we're not in a rebuild. This isn't a rebuild time right now. They they still think that we can win with this team. 
And so the, the past two years, it's looking like we're heading towards a rebuild. It ain't looking I mean, too good. Yeah, look, the moment we the moment we lost Julio, that was that was the start of the rebuild. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's really weird where the direction of the Falcons is heading. Uh, you think we beat Tampa Bay? No. When this when this comes out on Monday, how how are we gonna look? Because I also think you? we're gonna lose. I mean, I don't. I hate to say it, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of the team and everything, but like, I'm definitely gonna be watching, hoping that we win. But I mean, if you're being realistic, I mean, who's the defending Super Bowl champions for a reason? And I mean, we just got dusted uh, last week for a reason, I guess. So, yeah, by the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. I, but but who knows? The the Eagles could actually be something this season. I mean, what it was it was Jalen Hurts' uh, fifth start of uh, his career. I mean, he like he's been there for three four years. Like he's he looks yeah. like he uh, is a seasoned quarterback. I mean, that, I I guess you can give a testament to um, you know Nick Saban and everything um, for you know getting him getting him so prepared. But yeah, he just looked really good out there. Yeah, uh, Philly's going to be surprising. Uh, Jalen Hurts was a good fantasy pickup for whoever got him um, in any league just because he looks pretty good. And maybe the Falcons' defense is just that bad, but he looked pretty good week one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, um, speaking of fantasy, so turns out we both are entering uh, the, the starting the season off Oh and one. Uh, I won my game. Oh, you won? Yeah. <laughs> my fault. My fault. My fault. I, I thought Cole beat you. My, my bad. My bad. My bad. Let's back it up. Let's back it up. I'm starting out zero and one. Jared is starting out one and oh, So I mean, he's looking great. It's true. Kinda. I mean, in my in my defense, I had the second highest score in our league. But unfortunately, I was playing the team that had the highest score in the league that week. So, God, Dole pisses me off so much, man, because he does things like draft a kicker before the last round. And he drafts, like, quarterbacks way too early. And then his t- his team just, like, went off on you, man. Like, he just – he blew up. Like, 200-plus I mean, points, that usually doesn't happen. I mean, I did have a starting running back that, that got injured, so – those are points I could have had. Yeah. Yeah. Both of y'all teams really went off and I got lucky because Colton's team was absolute garbage the first week. I mean, I only went like 118 points and I still won the game. Uh, you had like 157 or something like that. So if you would have played me, you would have beat me down to a pulp. Most I mean, of I, would the league. Have, I, I would literally beat everybody else to pieces. <laughs> When you look at like, the what was the, the what was the scores? What was the next what was the next closest score to to modern Dole's? Like it, I don't um, know. I don't, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Well, Brandon Brain type of way. Brandon Brain scored 150, and I'm facing him this week. But, okay, never mind. But thankfully, Terry uh, McLaurin for Washington went off already, so my team's getting off to a decent start this week. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I hope. My team ends up ends up all all good this week. I am facing Huddle, and oh, what he's got eight points already, eight point nine. Who who played for him? 
Yeah, my team's got 37 this week. Uh, we're recording on Friday night, folks. So I could still have lost by uh, the end of Monday. Who knows? You just never know how fantasy's going to go. Antonio Gibson, no. he's not doing me well. I've got two starting running backs that have kind of sucked, but hopefully that changes. Hopefully that changes. Uh, yeah. Fantasy is so weird this year, man. I don't know who's going to go off anymore, but it was also just week one. So I imagine in the next couple of weeks, things are about to start settling down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, my thing is, you, you know, I talked about how uh, about Doyle and how he drafts and everything. Is his draft style, like, is his team going to be sustainable all season? Man, I don't know. I don't think so. Is he, I was saying, is he going to be able to keep putting up because, all those points like he did? Because, like, here's the thing. Like, he's got a few members of the Bucks team, like Antonio Brown, uh, Gronkowski, Leonard Fournette, and there's no way they're each possibly going to be able to go off every single week like they did week one against Dallas. I just don't think, like, Gronk gets that many touches every single week. Uh you know, because Gronk, he, he gets hurt too. So he, yeah. he, had, he had a good week, but I can guarantee that there's probably going to be two or three games this season he might have to sit out because of injury. And Leonard Fournette, uh, I mean, hey, I wish the best for him, you know, but uh, he's, he's barely their starting running back. And Antonio Brown, Jesus, they've still got Chris Godwin and Mike Evans on the team. So, yeah, I, I, like what? Mike Evans only had like – what five points yeah um this week so and you gotta feed those um, two because uh chris godwin they just tagged him and so he's gonna be needing some money if oh, they yeah. want to keep I him mean, yeah i mean antonio brown he is absolutely doing great and somehow staying quiet about it <laughs> right now so i'm i mean i'm happy for him yeah I mean, as far as dual strategy goes, man, I don't know. Like, I still don't trust it. I think his team is eventually going to settle down just because he's got so many members on the same squad. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying it's because he beat me. But, I, mean, I hope he crashes and burns. <laughs> it's It's such a dang shame because, like you said, you're, like, all in this season. And the first week you score, like – more points than anybody else except the person you're facing. <laughs> I can't catch a break. You know what I'm saying? I can't catch a break. It's uh, almost like a curse, man. Maybe I'm 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 like Atlanta. I'm 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 the Falcons of the uh, of the fantasy <laughs> league. Maybe. Like, well, except for the Falcons, I mean, it's not like they they went off or anything like that, and then just lost in like overtime or something. Yeah, they just they just absolutely suck. But I mean. It's true. I don't know. I, I feel like my team doesn't ab- absolutely suck. <laughs> no, no, you'll be fine. I think uh, it's going to be a close playoff race in our fantasy league, but I think uh, I think you could probably make it this year. Yeah, I feel like I can make it. I mean, dang, uh, I, if my team keeps scoring only like 118 points, odds are I'm going to be out of it this year because that's not sustainable. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but also – I, I I hope I hope everybody 
who was doubting me in the league, which was everybody. So I mean, everybody can't not make the playoffs. But hey. I got I got specific people I hope don't make the playoffs this season. Well, I got uh, you know, for all y'all listeners, I'm managing Colton's team while he's off doing his army training right now. And I uh, I picked up a player for him to sit on the bench, but hey, his lineup's set and I'm not touching it. You know, that is what it is. Like uh my hope is he comes out of basic training and he's just sitting there 0 and 8, you know, because he's like the reigning champ. And at this point, it's just us against him this year in the league since he's leaving, like at this time. So I say screw him. And now I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna intentionally sabotage him, but the goal is for him to come out of basic training, look at his phone, and be like, oh my God, my team sucks. I think he's gonna get his he's probably gonna get his phone like periodically, right? So he might be able to yeah, a bit of updating to his team. But while he's got his phone, you know, the hope is he just like calls his wife and family, and he doesn't worry about us too much. So yeah, I hope not. I mean, listen, uh, if he if he if he comes back and listens to this episode, I mean, it's not like we're wishing uh, anything bad for your team. I mean, I, it sounds like Jared is wishing a little bit bad for your team. Let's just say uh, the ball's in my court. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, literally in your court. His, his his fantasy fate is in your hands. I should just like leave one player out of the starting lineup every week and see how well he does. <laughs> like like this he's gonna week, get like 90 points a week. Yeah, like this week let's leave a receiver out, and the next week let's leave a running back, and then the next week let's just like release his kicker and see what happens. Yeah, send him out there with no quarterback too. Oh uh, yeah, that one that one would definitely do it. So uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Fantasy's good. All you listeners out there, we know you love fantasy football. We know you do. Now, here's a real story of the week. Uh Miss Gabby Petito, who is from New York, but was recently based out of Florida who was uh, traveling across the country with her boyfriend slash fiance, <clears throat> mostly out West, uh, Colorado, Utah, Wyoming, those, those nice places. Well, her boyfriend or fiance, however they want to say it in the media, um, came back home with her van, but not with her. <laughs> and uh, it takes the family two weeks to report her as missing. Uh same time for the authorities to get that van and the family immediately lawyers their son up says hey he's not talking to no one but we think she's still in grand teton park which is uh right underneath yellowstone in wyoming i've been there beautiful place uh it's got crystal blue water out there you wouldn't believe it uh that far west but supposedly that's where he quote unquote left her like two weeks ago (laughs) But um, apparently family members heard from her. Well, they got like a text from her saying no cell service in Yosemite, which is a park in California. And that was like on August 30th. And then he was back home on September 1st. Now, there's 31 days in August. The drive from Yosemite, California to Florida would be a hefty drive to make in two days. 
I mean, unless you're just like driving nonstop. Yeah. And uh, I don't think she's missing. Well, I, th- I mean, obviously she's missing, but he knows where she is. And I don't think it's going to be good news for the family. Yeah, I mean, it, it's 2021. How, how old did you say she was? Or did you say? 22. 22. When have you ever heard of a 22-year-old with a cell phone not, you know, posting on social media or not doing anything like that? Like, if, if she had her phone and saw that people were breaking this story, you know, something definitely would have came out that she's been like, no, I'm fine. Like she would have posted on my Twitter or something like, no, I'm safe. Like, no, like people have like literally have not heard from her from, for days. I mean, I I mean, if you said that um, the last time our family talked to her was August uh, 30th, I mean, that's weeks and they, and they didn't have any contact with her. So that's, I mean, it's not looking good. Well, people think that when she sent that text about being in Yosemite on the 30th, that it was probably just him using her phone. And uh, yeah, probably so. Because they were supposedly in Grand Teton a few days before that text was sent to the family. And that's where he's got them out searching for her. And uh, I'm like, and why would he immediately lawyer up as soon as he comes home? Uh, that that doesn't make any sense, you know? Like, you're obviously guilty. Yeah, I mean, obviously. I, I mean, hopefully not obviously, because, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't want her to just, you know, end up dead. But, um. Well, the odds of a not- 22-year-old surviving in places like Grand Teton for two weeks, uh, it's not likely. I mean, there's a lot of roads in those parks, um, which is why I think, if he did leave her stranded, she probably could have ran to a road or something, you know, and waited for somebody to come along. Um, so I do not think the outcome is going to be very good. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, like, like I said, I mean, there, even if she, if she had her phone, there's no way that she could be on the internet and not see that this is happening, not, get a million calls from her family and stuff like that and just not answer. I mean, unless something random happened and she totally lost her cell phone or something like that. But I still feel like she probably could have found a way to get into contact with somebody, you know? So, yeah, like I said, it just doesn't, this doesn't, it doesn't look good. I read an article from like um, an attorney or a former police officer or something like that. And they said, look, here's the real odds. The odds of her being able to survive for that long with no contact or even in a national park in Wyoming where there are certain wildlife members like bears, you know, that come out in the middle of the night. Um, They said the odds of her surviving for two weeks with no food and being out in the wilderness is pretty dead slim. And um, they said what they believe is that he probably drove home with the body and the body's probably close to the house in Florida. I mean, that could also be a possibility, but I mean, I don't know. Not saying I'm a murderer or anything like that, but I definitely would not bring the body back with me on a road trip in August. Yeah. And that's, that's why that text doesn't make sense. Like, no service in Yosemite, and then he shows up 
in Florida, like two days later, I almost think they should be looking in Yosemite for her. If he sent that text, like no service in Yosemite, maybe that's where he dropped her off. And uh, then he just sent that text so he would have an out, you know, like when they find the body, oh, she tried to get in contact with us, but said no service and maybe she got lost. And so he couldn't find her, went back home, yada, yada, yada. But they've got uh, police incident reports. There's a body cam footage video where they got into like an altercation or something like that. Um, so they were clearly frustrated. I mean, Hey, living that close to somebody for like a whole year, like living in a van, I imagine tensions get pretty high. Um, I mean, yeah, but what, like also it, what kind of person loses their girlfriend and then comes back home without calling the police in that area where he lost her at somebody who has something to hide. You know, that's why I say I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knows exactly where she is because he he definitely. Yeah, like you said, she probably would have found a way to make contact. I don't think the outcome's going to be good because he knows where she is, which is why he lawyered up immediately if he had nothing yeah. to hide. I mean, listen, if I'm down bad, I've somehow gotten stranded somewhere, lost my phone like I got numbers you know that i've saved in my head I saved in my head like it's like it's storage but uh that i have memorized uh that i mean i could easily call somebody like i can like get somebody's phone and be like yo make your phone call family all this stuff like i get in touch with somebody you know uh, yeah. i would find a way you know so and i mean young people are pretty resourceful so just the fact that i mean the story has been everywhere and She's so young and everything. Like, it just people, like I said, young people don't just go missing unless they were killed or kidnapped. Yeah. And, and if she had her phone, she probably would have walked somewhere enough to get like a bar service and call 911, you know? So, yeah, hell, you can get to a damn McDonald's and they got Wi Fi. So, yeah. Well, there's, uh, there's not a lot of McDonald's in that part of Wyoming. I'll well, tell you that. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there's not gonna be a McDonald's just sitting in the middle of a uh, inside of a of a, of a park, you know, of a, of a huge wildlife park. But that's why I say she would need to find somebody. Like, I don't know about a lot of people, um, if you've ever been out west, but we have been to like Yellowstone and Grand Teton out there, and we literally, like, while we was in Yellowstone, especially, no service whatsoever <laughs> until we got back to the hotel where there was like Wi-Fi. Uh, because there was no service in that national park, like, at all. I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. Um, so, yeah, that part of Wyoming is pretty dead. There's no cell service, so I understand. But, yeah, I mean, why would you come home and just not speak to anybody for, like, a couple weeks, not tell the family anything? Oh, yeah, I'm home, but she's not here, and uh, I'm going to get a lawyer. Maybe she just... Wanted to become a lady of the woods, dude, and and decided to live off the land. The odd part about this story is now the fiance is supposedly now missing. Supposedly, as of uh, Friday night, his whereabouts are unknown, quote unquote, to the lawyer. That man, that man knows that that there's no way out, bro. He's he's done. He had to get away. 
Yeah. I uh I don't know, man. Also, how how long had they been together? Is that was that uh, part of that article? I don't think so. I think they were together for at least a year or more. Yeah, that's 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 some sinister stuff, bro. That's just if I'm with somebody for over a year, I definitely wouldn't want to see any harm come from them. So or come to them, excuse me. As but, soon as I mean, as soon as this story hit the news that that he came home without her, oh, I was like, this is gonna blow up, and it took no time whatsoever to blow oh, yeah, up. No. Like the FBI yeah. is involved. The like, there's a bunch of states resources that are trying to find this woman. So, uh, yeah. Shame. Yep. I don't know what's going on, man. I'm. That's gonna be a weird story when everything comes out. Like, hopefully they find her, and I hope this guy just didn't go off himself. They said they haven't seen him since Tuesday. I hope he just didn't go off himself because we want some answers, man. I mean, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I just want uh, I, I just want to see a good as possible ending to this to this story, you know, like. Yeah, I, I, the pos- I, I know the, the chances of anything good coming from it are slim to none, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they maybe they ever find her. Maybe they never find her or her body, and maybe she just pops up in the middle of like Times Square, so somewhere in like fifty years as a as an old hermit lady. I mean, they did yeah. have a, a YouTube channel, so maybe the idea was for him to return home, start this huge thing to get a bunch of uh, like publicity. And then, bam, they're both back. Yo, wouldn't that be garbage? Could they get arrested for stuff, for something like that? Like, Oh, yeah. Misuse of, uh, like, federal and local resources by getting different states and federal agencies involved in a search for nothing. Because that's, like, millions yeah. of dollars wasted on things like helicopter searches and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, that, I mean, also, that would be... Huh. I mean, it definitely get them some name recognition, but well, I don't, I don't think that's actually going to be the end of this story. I think it's going to be something much more depressing. But yeah, just based on the fact that she hasn't been seen for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, man. I hope for the best. I hope for the best in this. I hope they find her. I hope she's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. I just um, that's one of those stories, man. Like as soon as stuff stuff is figured out within the next like a few months you already know next year there's going to be a netflix documentary about this because that's just how this thing goes yeah probably like some kind of like lifetime uh special or something yeah um so (laughs) i uh did not intend for that story to be the last topic, even though we said it was gonna be. I mean, yeah, we just kind of we we kind of talked about it and said it was gonna be. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, Wait, how do you want to end it? You want to end it on a better note, like yeah. end it on something happy? Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna bring y'all some positivity. So, let me give y'all some good news. There was, this week, there was a Doberman dog 
that nursed tiny abandoned kittens alongside her pups. And she is now raising those kittens as her own Dobermans. <laughs> that's cute. That's cute. That's gonna be some gonna be some cute uh kittens just to see their their mannerisms. Cause I mean if they're really tiny, you know, tiny enough to need to nurse, then they'll probably learn a lot of dog habits. Yeah. I yeah. like I like seeing stuff like that, like cats that that have been raised around a bunch of dogs, or like dogs that's been raised around a bunch of cats, dogs that are that yeah. try to like jump up on everything, jump on uh like counters and stuff like that. Like it's it's funny. I like to see the TikToks like that. Like yeah, you can tell my dogs been raised around cats, and then like it's a like a big ass dog just like on top of a refrigerator or something like that. Like it's like those are that's cute. That's cute stuff. And then another good, good little story for y'all to uh, go out on. There was a woman in Pennsylvania. She was at a diner and she paid for the entire diner's meals, which was a uh, 60 complete strangers to her on this little stop. So shout out to you lady for paying for all those people. Yeah. I mean, you got that much money. Maybe you can write that as a tax write-off. That'd be my plan. <laughs> so maybe she was just really just serving herself that whole time. Yeah. Have you ever done, uh, it used to be this big thing when I would hear somebody, they, they used to talk about on the radio where somebody would pay for your meal in front of you, like at the drive-thru or something. And yeah. the idea was like, oh, well, would you pay for the person behind you? And I always thought that, you know what? I think I would, but it also depends on the price because some people might order a lot of stuff and my meal might already be $20. And then they're like, Hey, I want to pay for the person behind me. And then what if the cashier says, Oh, well, it's like a $35 meal. What? But all of a sudden, all of a sudden you're paying 50 bucks for some damn <laughs> McDonald's. And you're like, Yo, why did I do this? So, but I, um, it actually did happen to me a few weeks ago in Wyoming when I was uh, working, somebody paid for my meal at a McDonald's um, when I was going to lunch, but my meal when it's just me and not like the other three people in my family was only like five or six bucks, you know? So I was like, you know what? This person in front of me, that's a stand up. That's a stand up dude. So I'm going to pay for the person behind me now that they done started this chain. And like I said, my meal was only like five or six bucks. And then they, I'm pretty sure that they said, yeah, the person behind me was like 17 or $20. <laughs> and I, I was like, uh, I guess I'll be a good Samaritan today. You know, the person in front of me did it. So I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely thought you're going to be like, yeah, no. Nah. So I told, <laughs> I told him, no, nah, no, nah, I wasn't going to pay for it. And then I've, I've actually done it on my own a time or two before when uh, I noticed there was like an elderly couple behind me one time at McDonald's after that instance in Wyoming when I was uh, back home. And so I paid for their meal after, um, after we got something one day. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's not like to say, Hey, I'm a good person. I just know that sometimes stuff like that happens and then you feel pretty good about yourself. You know, like, you know what, let me help brighten else, uh, like brighten somebody else's day while I'm at it. Yeah, man, I've met, I think I've done it once because somebody did it for me. 
I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think that maybe one day I'll just be like, yo, out of the blue and, you know, pass pass on the pass on a blessing or two. But yeah. You know how, like, people can go into a bar and be like, hey, next round's on me? Yeah. Well, there's a I, cat. There's a, there's a cat. <laughs> God, get out of here. I just want to walk into, like, a McDonald's or Taco Bell. Be like, hey, everybody's meal is on the house today. Ring them up. Please stop. <laughs> you were so good the whole episode. And now you just want to be over here. Chill out. Yeah, Odessa recently got uh, two new kittens. And yeah, about to have like a, a cafe. What's it called? Like a cat cafe? Yeah, a cat cafe around here, man. Like, especially then, like, uh, um, if we move in together, it'll be. It'll be four cats. Well, I mean, I say if, when. It's more like when we move in together. Like four cats. We've got three at the house now. My cat and her three cats. That would be... Yeah. So we recently, and yes, everybody, we are at the tail end of this episode now, but this is just a nice little add-on conversation for you. (laughs) We've got the three cats now. And man, we had to add a, an extra litter box because there's just there's so much crap. You know, three cats, and I'd have to clean it every single day. So yeah. we we got the extra one so we could still just clean it every other day. But even then, they just they mess it up so quickly when there's that many of them that we we shelled out the money for that that like five hundred dollar robot self-cleaning thing what are you doing um is that is it good do they still do they still use a litter box well we haven't gotten the uh self-cleaning litter box yet so they're still using the two until that one comes in and then then we'll figure it out but i'm sure they will yeah i mean i've i've i've, I've just heard stories that like sometimes cats won't get inside of uh one of the self-cleaning ones yeah. So, well, the goal is uh, for them to get inside of it because that's a heck of a lot of money to spend on a little. I mean, box. Yeah, that's, that's like literally what you bought it for. So hopefully, yeah, they, they, they use it. So, yeah, I, it's insane how much I've spent on animals. We, um, we just, we put so much money into our animals sometimes, even tomorrow. And this isn't like a, like a luxurious purchase. This is actually a necessity. Uh, our middle cat has to go get a vaccine so gotta go take her to get like a rabies vaccine at a drive-up clinic or something like that okay okay so yep yeah that's a little bit of cat talk for y'all hey you know if we ever make it we ever make it back to georgia we can merge y'all's four cats our three cats and then we literally make an actual cat cafe like coffee cats that's the business Hey, and who's to say whenever that uh little that uh green stuff becomes legal, uh, then you could turn it into a whole a whole very nice cat cafe. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, y'all will be seeing that in about three years or so. Yeah, give us a, give us a few years. We we're gonna have uh, an unheard of cat cafe. That's it's the gonna plan. be it's gonna it's gonna be unheard of theme. 
So I just have a bunch of pictures of we'll, us everywhere we'll, on the walls. We'll have like a studio where you can look in the window and see us recording. But the rest of it is like a cat cafe around that. It's like, a, yeah, it could be like a live recording in front of a live studio audience filled up with humans and cats. That's that's the ideal audience, really, at this point. Yeah, I'd love to see it. So well, name a better name a better duo. You can't exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, as as far as closing us out. Um, sorry for missing last week, everybody, but hey, people recovering from wedding festivities and traveling, so just didn't happen. However, we're back. Got two special guests for you next week. Uh, That's true. ABG has confirmed them, and so we are looking forward to having a ball with those two when they hop back on. Um, are we saying who they are, or, or is it going to be? A, you said it's a, pro- a surprise. Shoot, let's just leave it a surprise. Okay, leave it a surprise. Uh, yeah. Two people, yeah. So That's how y'all get. So y'all are really going to enjoy the two people we got scheduled for next week. Shout out to ABG for getting them on. And uh, yeah, thoughts for the week. You know, I'm just sending positivity out to everyone. Hope everybody has a, a nice week. Be the best person you can be. And just uh, live happily, man. Um, everybody can find me on Twitter at Jared Evans. And I'll give it to ABG. You know, I mean, Jared, I always feel like your your thoughts of the week. There, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, they just seem uh, heartfelt and kind of a little tad bit uh, sentimental. And I'm always over here just like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to say. Uh, wear a okay. mask. Wear a mask. All right. One and a half years into the pandemic, (laughs) or two almost. They 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 already know to wear masks. I really don't say (laughs) you should be wearing masks. Um, but I don't know. Closing thoughts. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely don't go on a uh national park trip with somebody who you maybe don't trust all the way. But then what? They're also living in a van, so. Maybe just yeah. don't live in a van with somebody for a year, man. I don't know. Unless they're maybe your spouse or something. But um, also, um, I don't know. We were just talking about cats. I love cats. So you can find me on Twitter for, for more, of this, more of this great content. Uh, at Young without the O underscore ABG. You can find us on Twitter at unheard underscore of pod that's going to be the same on instagram unheard underscore of pod uh facebook we got a page unheard of you know we there youtube we we recording these you know so go watch us on youtube and um yeah true um so hope you enjoyed this nice long conversation from your two favorite boys this week and uh i'm sorry also, I want to give a shout out to you guys, to the listeners, you know, uh, as I always say, I mean, if you made it this far, if you made it to the closing, I mean, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just listening to us ramble for an hour, 45 minutes or something. So thanks. Yep. Back to you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. And um, yeah, folks, you know, 
As always, we love you. We hear you. And we hope you hear us. Hear it unheard of. And as always, I'm Arthur. And I'm Jared. And you just listened to Unheard Of.